0: Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
1: Hi, everybody. Ryan Ballinger here. Welcome to the backroom. Good to have you here with us. Brad Schwigert's with us. He's the chief product officer at PXG, and he's joining us to talk about the new Black Ops line from the company. Brad, thank you for being here, first of all. There's kind of this generation of, of driver, 2024 model year. The the big buzzword is MOI. And before we started talking, the, the big number is 10K, you know, 10,000 MOI measurement. As kind of the, the world of drivers expands to be ever more forgiving, but also still focused on distance. We were talking ahead of time that the Black Ops driver really represents an inflection point for PXG. Can you kind of explain to our listeners why that is and then we'll get into the tech behind reaching 10k
0: yeah so first of all thanks ryan for having us on we really appreciate the opportunity to kind of get the word out and spread our story both pxg and specifically with the new black ops driver technology um yeah that there, there's definitely a big buzzword this year around 10,000 moi and that's for those of you who don't know what that means um basically moi is a measure of body's resistance to twisting um, the usga has a limit on it that's uh, 5,900. So a lot of people like, how can you have 10,000, you know, that's be non-conforming. Well, the USGA's limit is only effective of, um, the MOI about the vertical access through the CG. So that's the one that affects like heel toe misses for, for players. So if you miss it kind of heel and toe, the higher that value is the less resistance to twitching you're going to get, the more forgiveness you're going to get out of the driver straighter, longer. Um, but equally important, as we all know, as golfers, is is what happens when you hit it high and low. And so, um, looking at that MOI as well, you can measure it through the horizontal axis, through the center of gravity. And what pe- what what, what uh, manufacturers are marketing and 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 ours performs from that perspective as well is that the combined MOI of those two together exceeds ten thousand. Which there's nothing magical that happens at ten thousand. It's just a signification that it's that it's a really forgiving driver and it's and it's hitting a value that um, previously has never been accomplished before. And and it just so happens that um, several manufacturers are kind of hitting that threshold all at the same time and, and, and marketing that. Um, I think one of the unique things about our Black Ops driver is that not only does it have like a really high level of forgiveness, but it also combines uh, a very high level of distance performance along with adjustability that is unlike anything else that's in the marketplace. So uh, the most important thing I think for a golfer is to get a driver that's comfortable with, to be able to square the face consistently and so, you know, if you're gonna hit long and straight shots, you gotta be able to square that face consistently. And a big part of that is is the fitting process and having the tools to be able to adjust and fine-tune that. And, and, and so that so that process is like easier for, for you. So it becomes like your driver instead of just a driver off the off the shelf. And so, you know, when we approach the design, we we kind of think of all those things um and, and we delivered everything. It's incredibly forgiving, very long from a distance perspective, but also um, can be fit and optimized for the individual in a way that that no other driver on the marketplace can
1: I remember maybe six seven years ago hearing in presentations about total m o y kind of being in the from different oEMs in the in the nine thousand range or over the eighty five hundred range Thank in you. a driver and that sparking a lot of excitement and what it meant for forgiveness side to side and up and down the driver face. Can you explain to the average golfer? What it means to kind of make incremental progress in MOI and how difficult it can be to achieve.
0: Yeah, so uh, again, like the 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 way to achieve increasing MOI is to get weight or mass away from the center of gravity. So the more mass you get further away, that's gonna that's gonna increase the MOI from a physics perspective. The benefit of that for the consumer is that that driver is going to be more stable. So you know, to put it in very simple terms. What we're trying to do is get it so that no matter where you hit on the club face you're going to get a pretty nice result and that that assumes that you're delivering the club face somewhat square so that's the element of skill and actually you know from some standpoint we're also um, trying to help the consumer from that perspective achieve that more naturally by how we adjust the center of gravity and how we adjust weighting, and we, we, we have adjustments we can make with shaft and overall head weight. We can do a lot of things to fine tune how easy that club is to square the club face. But once we square the club face, then with, with, with having a very high MOI driver, that's very forgiving. You can almost hit it anywhere on the the club face and you're going to get a a pretty good result, you know, both from a distance and a direction perspective.
1: For you guys as product engineers and designers, how are you achieving those increases in moi is it better materials is it better construction is it better design what what are kind of the what What are the parts of the pie that make this possible
0: i'd say all the above and that's how you kind of get to those incremental changes we in our black ops we've, we've integrated uh, more carbon fiber uh, composite materials which are extremely lightweight very high quality materials allow us to create a, a body structure that is helps actually flex and deliver a higher launch lower spin characteristic that's one of the reasons why it performs very well from a distance perspective but um, it also allows us to take mass out of the areas where you don't want it like i said before you want to get the mass to the extreme perimeter so we have a carbon fiber crown and a sole insert that takes all the mass out of the middle of the golf club then we can move that mass to the extreme perimeters and and really help boost the moi that's how we achieve those high values
1: Someone might hear that, all right, we're taking the mass out of the middle of the golf club and think, well, what's the oomph behind it then when you hit it square in the middle? Can you kind of walk people through how you're still able to achieve strong distance gains and strong distance performance with the black ops while simultaneously in concept taking away the meat that's going behind the the golf ball at impact? Yeah, that's
0: some, uh, a, a, some way to consider it. That really when the when the you know, break it down into like the impact that occurs, you, you have like the center of gravity of the club, you have the structure of the club, and then you have the moment inertia of the club. That, that the CG is going to be affected by where the mass is. But at the end of the day, we want the CG in a location to where um you know it's gonna be right behind the impact so that you still maintain uh, you know, that consistent high speed response that you're gonna get out of the club face. But we're also Designing that structure so that it flexes and moves, and so that you get, um, you know, I know the USGA, we can't say like spring-like effect, but in essence, the, uh, the 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 driver is somewhat of a complex spring that 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 does flex and move during impact, and it and we're trying to transfer as much energy back into that golf ball as possible. So you know, we're 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 optimizing that structure for getting as much energy transferred into that golf ball as possible during the impact, and and then you know the the the. The, the center of gravity is extremely important. It's going to affect, you know, obviously how that club reacts during impact, but also affects how the club head delivers. So, how, you know, the, the launch angle, launch characteristics that you're going to achieve, as well as, um, you know, how easy it's going to be to square that face is predicated by where the center of gravity is. So, that's really important as well. And so, we balance all those things. And with our adjustable technology, we allow our fitters to, to kind of make fine tune adjustments into that center of gravity position as well so that it matches up to the individual um, when they go out to hit it.
1: There's kind of different schools of thought, right? And driver design I feel like the general population is low and back for a CG location is better, but then there are you know, multiple models out there in the market. It feels like brands kind of experiment with it too, of having a, a more forward CG location for a certain type of player. Where do you guys at PXG kind of come down on how to best serve the the broader group of golfer in cg location while also as you talked about earlier still maintaining that customizability that can kind of limit what you can and can't do with materials yeah
0: so for the average golfer i think typically or in general lower and further back is better and the the reason why is that um, that's one of the things that drives up the inertia and makes the play more forgiving most of the math in a driver is located in the forward part of the club in the club face so when you pull the the center of gravity back. You're getting the face and the mass that's in the face to help um, contribute to maximizing or increasing that MOI value. So that's that's one of the reasons. The other is that the way it delivers the launch characteristics that it creates are going to um, live themselves to a kind of a higher launch, lower spin characteristic That's going to allow you to optimize distance as well. What what some of the manufacturers have done and and, and um, you know there's there's a lot, especially amongst higher skilled players and tour players that, that don't miss the face very much. They get real focused on like a ball speed number. And um, ball speed is 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 highly dependent on the loft that's delivered at impact on a club. And so when you pull the center of gravity deep in the club, naturally the club's gonna deliver with more what I call dynamic loft. That's a good thing for most players. It helps you launch it up in the air and it helps you actually launch it with a more efficient trajectory that's going to create more distance but but the if you really really want to just maximize your ball speed um, and you're focused mostly on that a more forward cg is going to deliver the club with less loft physical loft and impact and and because it has less loft it's going to to have a, a little bit higher ball speed performance you know if all things are equal in terms of the structure and the USGA has put a lot of rules in place to try to limit just the natural kind of spring effect that occurs during the impact. So there's limits. We all have to like abide by. So there's structure can only kind of create so much of that, you know, kind of extra energy transfer. And then it comes down to how does the club deliver relative to, you know, your swing. And so, you know, with those more forward CG positions, typically um, the, the, the speed comes up. Now, one of the challenges with that is this the speed if, if with that more forward TG possession and you have less lock, a lot of times the spin rate comes down. And so then the driver doesn't perform very well because it's low launch and low spin. And, and so now a lot of manufacturers are, are kind of combining a high center gravity position with a more forward position so that you can get that low launch, high spin. But I mean, we all know that the more efficient trajectory for a golf ball is, the opposite of that is high launch, low spin. So, I mean, it's it's really an effort, I think, in the design to try to create something that appeals to guys that are really focused on just that one ball speed number. And and maybe as pros, they have different needs. You know, they might want a certain type of trajectory. A lot of guys out there, because of their swing styles and the efficiencies that they create, they actually are looking to generate a little bit more spin. You know, so we we actually make a model for tour in the black ops that we're not selling to consumers. Cause we just don't think it would appeal to them that that delivers that characteristic. It, it, it actually has, it's maximized speed. It delivers with the least amount of dynamic loft. It has like a higher spin performance, um, you know, and it's really high ball speed, but it's, you know, even on the tour where most of our players, interestingly enough are moving into the kind of production black ops, Eric Cole's using it. Um, we have, you know, several players this week that will be teeing it up with it in the, over in Palm Springs I just got back from there yesterday and we worked with guys like Jake Knapp who's one of the longest players on the tour um he's a rookie this year he, he absolutely hammers it He the crap out he's the ball. Using it. <laughs> and then um you know we got we got guys like um Eric who are one of the straightest drivers out there one rookie of the year you know that on the other side and he still packs a big punch for 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 not a huge guy but he he, he hits it really straight and I checked in with him and I was like how's it he's he put it in play actually the last tournament of the year last year he was the first player to put in play and has used it um all year this year as well in all off season. and i checked in with him he's like the driver's grade is absolutely awesome is what he said so you know that to have guys using that club that's really uh designed and optimized for consumers is a huge testament because you know i didn't see i saw a lot of the the new stuff out there from our competitors and the other ones that are marketing 10k i didn't see very many guys using that at that level um so it's cool that our guys are are, see, are seeing the benefits and that's why i'm saying that they're really focused on on uh the forgiveness that it creates but they also don't want to give anything up from a distance perspective and it's testing very well in both of those um, categories so it gives them everything that they want in a driver long and straight forgiving so it captures it all
1: what does that dispersion picture look like in terms of improvement or, or what you guys look at in terms of improvement for a, a regular person or most of the bell curve in golf, are, are they looking? Should they expect a you know the if you did the visual in a fitting a, a smaller oval, a longer oval, uh, a wider oval? I mean, what what should yeah. they expect? I would say everything. It's it's smaller and and it's
0: more. It starts to become more circular, I guess. Like in terms from oval to more circular, but also um, we look at so so one of the things we do in our testing and our R and D is we. We do nine point position tests. So we want to hit it like nine different positions all over the club base. And and we test not only ours, but all the competitor products. And we look at it a couple different ways. We look at the overall dispersion. So we take, we take 10 hits at each of those locations and then look at kind of what would be the statistical stat area of that entire dispersion. We kind of compare that. And that's like best fit ovals, if you will, is what you're talking about, or, or ellipses, um, you know, that, 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 fit that data set. But we also look at uh, just the overall left to right dispersion, and we look at the overall front to back dispersion. And one of the cool things about Black Ops, when we tested against all the competitors there on the marketplace, is it it had the tightest overall stat area, but it also had the the smallest left to right dispersion and, and the tightest front to back dispersion. And some of the gains are, that's where it's really, really noticeable. I, you know, when you put the driver and you test it out of the center, all the competitor products... the front to back of all the premium drivers is relatively close. I mean, it it comes down to really like how the robot's set up and which one's kind of best fit for the robot from a trajectory perspective. But they're all, you know, from front to back, let's say we're hitting it at 100 miles an hour, they're all going to go between, let's say, 285 to 278. So there would be like a seven-yard spread amongst premium drivers. But when you start to look at that dispersion, um, the black ops, from the longest hit position, and this is all nine positions, so this isn't just like heel and toe, this is all nine positions. Um, if you look at the the center, the longest position to the shortest, that range was like less than 15 yards. And, and and then when you look at some of the competitor products, especially those more, we talked earlier about like that more forward CG type positions, some of them lose almost 40 yards in distance from their center hit to their like shortest miss hit. I mean, it's crazy. It's like 38, 37 yards. So, you know, that's, that's what it means to the average consumer. And they don't know that they go in and they get fit and they look and they're like, Oh, they compare their best hit. And they're like, Oh, I hit that one. good. I hit this one. Good. And here's what the numbers are. The reality is is like, you can throw it on a robot robot. And i talked earlier about delivering the club face square. That's one of the things in this test too, is we set up the robot when we do that. So when we're hitting all nine positions, it's still delivering a square club face. So, you know, as consumers, I've played golf for a long time, over 30 years. I'm a decent player, but I do not deliver the club face square all the time. You know, that's the skill part of golf. It's hard to do. Um, but if we manage to deliver the club face square and you miss it all over the club face with our driver, like I said, you're going to get the ball still going to be in the fairway. And it's and and your your distance loss from your absolutely best hit to the worst possible hit you can hit on the face. is going to be about a 15 yard range. You know, if you deliver that club face square if, if, uh, with some of those competitor products, you're going to lose 35 yards, you know, it's, it's, it's huge, you know, and that's, you know, that's where they're catering, you know, some of those designs are catering to guys that don't, they just don't miss hit the center that much. You know, they, they, they still have the skill of you know, when a pro hits it offline, it's not typically, you know, sometimes it's because they, they maybe hit a toe hook or whatever, and they hit it off center. But a lot of times it's, they're not delivering the club face square because they're swinging it at really it's high. Face angle, yeah, it's not. And a, and a slight change of face angle has a big effect when you're swinging it that fast. So.
1: Yeah, I mean that it took me way too long as a golfer to kind of realize that when I'm trying to compare one driver to the next, one generation to the next, one product to the next, the set the the center strike, especially nowadays, like you said, is it's going to be pretty consistent and pretty close within within reason. But that those miss hits are really where I now judge how what a driver means to me if i can if I can miss it and still get within ten or fifteen yards of a good looking drive, a center strike, sign me up i am let's take it all day. you know that that's what I care about. If I keep it between the trees want a miss hit, and I don't lose a ton of distance. that's what i that's the big performance change of the last six to ten years for me. In drivers is I can hit it on the toe or I can hit it on the heel, and still get it out there pretty far.
0: Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. And then the one thing I will add, like the Black Ops offers, and if this is the other thing that stands out if you look at all the competitor test data is that it has the highest launching. If if you take a nine degree head and they're all like measured at nine and use the exact same shaft, it's the highest launching driver of all the the drivers that we tested against by a significant amount. Sometimes over two degrees um it was launching higher than other nine degree heads and it maintained a very low spin rate performance it wasn't the the lowest art we do have a tour one that we're selling that's the lowest spinning head in the marketplace it was a low spinning head but the standard production block ops was in the like maintained a very low spin rate but that's combined with a with a very high launch angle and the the beauty of that is it gives you a more efficient trajectory. And like I said before, there's a lot of limits on, you know, how much energy you can get out of it. But what we built into our structure, the way it flexes, and the way it responds, it actually helps create the structure itself is part of what's helping create that high launch, low spin characteristic. So the way it's flexing and moving during impact, it's creating that high launch, low spin, that's allowing you to get a more optimal trajectory. And one of the really cool things is, because it launches so high, you can actually play Less loft than maybe what you typically played in the past, which is going to get help you generate more distance if you still launch it high and still have like proper, you know, kind of launch characteristics. So we haven't given up on trying to give the consumer more distance. It it just it you you just you get it a little different way with this driver, and it definitely delivers on it. And the you know the feedback has been amazing, you know, for consumers that come. We've been selling it for about a week now, actually, Um, and the. I'm getting all kinds of reports from our fitters and our, and our sales staff that their players are coming in and seeing incredible games with it. And they're like, how did you do it? And it's a lot of it is that the, the launch characteristics that it creates.
1: Cause I like to, I like to hit a little bit of a kind of mid height bullet lower spin and then just let it carry and then run out, you know, 20, yeah. 30, 40 yards. But if I could carry it an extra five to 10, maybe add a little bit of spin. That's okay but then still get a lot of that same rollout, I'm going to come out ahead in the long haul. And that that's probably a better looking drive.
0: Yes. And then, like I said, we, we you also have loft. So we, we added a loft too. We added a lower loft. We have an eight degree head now um, in that, in that head. So that's the other thing too, is, is you can get to a lot of different trajectories through loft. We have, we have four different lofts that are available in that head. And then we also have a, a kind of a movable CG that will help as well. And then we also have our tour, one head, which, like I said previously, is is a complete. You can't really have two heads that are designed to be more opposite. You know, this <laughs> it, it it is a very kind of low launching, low spinning head, um, and and it's it looks quite a bit different too. It, it has a much more forward CG than than our standard production version. Um, you know, we don't anticipate it to sell nearly as much as our as our standard production version, and we don't recommend it for most players, but for players that are looking, um, maybe they create a lot of excess spin or they really struggle with spin. You know, you can play a higher actual loft and still cut spin with that particular head. So um, it is a nice option to have for certain players, but it's by by no means the the, the, the recommended head for most players out there.
1: So I wanna bring it all back to the consumer experience for the people who might be listening to this and think, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get fit for one of these guys. What should they expect when they show up to a PHG location? What are they trying to anticipate? What are they, which should they be thinking about and looking for when they're going through this with a PHG fitter?
0: So, I think our fitting process is is unique, and and you know, I'm probably biased, but I think it's the best that's out there in the industry, and that's because our fit our fitters are incre- incredibly well trained. They're really knowledgeable in the product, and they have a lot of tools and assets available to them to kind of fine tune that driver for you when you come in. So I think at the end of the day, what you should be excited about is you're going to get a driver that's kind of dialed in for you. And that means, excuse me, that means they're going to look at, you know, different loft characteristics um, and different shaft character. We have a lot of different shafts that are available to, to, to their disposal, different lengths. We have the ability to kind of adjust head weight up and down, adjust CG position through our movable weight technology. Our, our weight technology, for those who don't know, there's there's three weights inside the in, on the sole of the head that are in the extreme positions, like the, the extreme toe, the extreme heel and extreme back. And so they have the ability to adjust any of those weights. We make them in two and a half to 20 gram increments um, or from two and a half grams to 20 grams and two and a half gram increments all the way through. So they, they have the ability to to split that weight, fine tune in. It's not just like one weight that's on a small slider. They can move weight all around. And so they can literally, you know, really significantly change the performance that head and so depending on your skill level and the repeatability of your swing they can really get it like kind of fine-tuned in but they can also moving that weight around makes a big difference and like i said the most important thing to hit long and straight shots is to deliver that club face square as often as possible and so with our movable weight technology they can what they want you to do is just make your natural swing and let them kind of fit the driver to you so not try to adjust or anything like that just come in Make your swing. Keep making your swing, and let them kind of tune that driver in to your needs. They'll make adjustments to the product to get it so that it so that it works for you. And I, um, you know, I think if you go through that process, it you'll you'll get a driver that fits your natural swing as 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 good as possible, and you're gonna go out and have more success with it. Well,
1: Brad, thank you for hopping on with me. I really appreciate going through Black Ops and design talk and geeking out a little bit and uh, trying to simultaneously make it relatable to most people. I I, I very much appreciate being able to do that. Um, pxg.com for folks who want to go schedule a fitting, learn more about the product, get it really, really, really into the weeds with pictures and deep dive uh, interactive features on the website they are pretty cool. So Brad, thank you again for being on with us. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, Ryan, thank you so much again for, for having me on and, and letting us tell our story. Appreciate the opportunity and thank you so much.